Welcome fellow Last Facers to another episode of LPF Debrief where Chris and I talk about comic books, TV shows, and movies. And today is the day for the season finale of Ahsoka. <laughs> it's game so quick. I can't believe it's already over. Uh, and I just, you know, now we have to wait a long time for who knows when we're going to get our next dosage oh, yeah. of Star Wars. Um, <laughs> but we'll get into that in just a second. And Chris and I will tell you guys what we thought about them, about the episode and the series in general. Uh, before we do that, there will be spoilers ahead in probably all the episodes. But also, if you are listening to this, we assume you've watched everything leading up to this. So, but just for disclaimers, there's going to be probably references to the other episodes. And there might also, there's definitely going to be some references to Rebels. So if you haven't watched that, I'll be uh, giving some, some insight on that. But go watch Rebels if you have not. But let's get right into it. Episode 8, last one of the miniseries. Chris, going into this, what were you expecting? Um, and what what were some things like in the beginning there that you were like, okay, I'm 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 we're we're actually hitting our season finale. Um what I was expecting, my predictions pretty much were all right. Yeah. Uh I knew that uh i mean we're gonna go ahead and get right into spoilers and stuff like that i knew they were gonna get left behind i knew um uh that sabine was gonna be in a life-threatening situation where the force just happens now uh, so um it my expectations were they I mean they met my expectations um they exceeded with the uh the blade of uh Talzin. And um, this probably has one of my favorite lightsaber fights ever. So overall, the episode I thought was fantastic. It was a good way to end the season. Uh, it does really suck that uh, we can't tie it up more loose. A lot more questions uh, than than answers. You know what I mean? So um, I thought we would get more of um, uh, what's his I always forget his freaking name, dude. Balin. Yeah, I thought we'd get more Balin or like him talking or something, but we we caught that moment, and that was his last performance. Uh, may he rest in peace. Um, but other than that, yeah, overall good episode. Uh, I loved what uh, basically what the team did. We 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 haven't seen this many lightsabers in one area in a live action in quite a while, so it was exciting to see uh, them put in the work. And uh, there was a lot of throwbacks to this one definitely had more throwbacks for the Rebels fans. Uh, so Brie hasn't watched it yet, so I'm going to be rewatching it with her. And uh, I will definitely be explaining some things to her. But there was a lot of uh, heartfelt moments with uh, uh, lightsabers, uh, Ezra seeing Chopper again. We one prediction that we that they proved us wrong on was we didn't get Zeb. I know. We know where he is, though. We know where he is, but we didn't get him. And also, they are bridging uh, Clone Wars and everything. I mean, they were already doing that, but more of uh, they opened up the world of uh, the uh, the Mortis gods. So that'll be a cool thing to explore. I hope they explore more. I know the movie that's supposed to be held in the High Republic will probably touch on that more. But this definitely opened the road to that uh 
that conversation. Yeah, for sure. So. Yeah, for sure. I mean, um, so for this episode, I did enjoy it. Um, it definitely wasn't my favorite of the episodes, and I don't, I didn't think it would be, especially after episode five. There was just no way, yeah. um, because everything else. And I remember saying that you know it, it's really tough to top when you have such a grand moment in a show, and when you do something like they did in episode five, the like everything after that was really hard to be like, dang, like you know what I mean? It's it's just never going to reach that point. And unfortunately, it was middle in the middle of the series. But like this episode for me was pretty good. Uh, going into it, I mean, you know, we expected to get some conclusions, but did. The ending of this, um, and we'll get into like some of the parts when we go forward, but like the ending of this lets me know that there's going to be a season two of this, like, because the way that it ended, um, it really did feel like we're going to have more to, to write. Like, you know, there's going to be more to this world. And this is one of the things that when you have a connected universe and, um, when you have a connected universe and you're telling your stories on a multiple scale, like we, you can't like, it's hard to then grade one season of the complete story. Right. So, because like we had really great moments in this se- this season, right. That, but it isn't done. And that story isn't complete yet because it's going to be somewhere else. So like grading this series as a whole, without getting the actual finishing product, and just getting what is kind of not like a hangover, not a um, uh, cliffhanger, but it's basically like a uh, what's that? Like it's just like open ends, open ended. Yeah, of, so yeah, a lot of it's going to be open because they're planning on writing the story more. Because there's no like when Rebels ended, it had a ending. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. And when Clone Wars was able to get its ending, like it was a clear cut ending, right? So this shows me here that, hey, we're going to have another season. So like, it it just was it what it is, what it is. And that's okay. Yeah. You know, and originally, I mean, we, we were talking about it, that this was only supposed to have one season mm-hmm. uh, and then we were going to get a movie. But I agree with you. There's just way too many, unless, unless they make Mando kind of like Boba Fett, where it's like, we're going to get two, three episodes of Ahsoka then because i think mando is going to go pick them up i think that's their way home is mando yeah Um, but but it's how he gets there and i don't think he gets there without i think grogu calls grogu's gonna call no no, i I don't know i'm just guessing i just feel like there's going to be a reason for them to go get like to find them but ezra's gonna have to be the one who tells them where they are because no one's gonna know that like it's not gonna just you know stumble upon the galaxy that they're in because they're far you know, so yeah, but um, uh, going off of what you said, um, yeah, we were supposed to only get one season, but there, since it's so open ended, if you made a movie with all these questions, then you're going to be rushing the movie and it's not going to succeed. And yeah. I think a Star Wars movie succeeding is what they like. Your shows are doing good. Um, I mean, last season of Mandalorian was a bit weak. Uh, Boba Fett. I consider mostly a flop, unfortunately. Um, Andor was great. So the shows have been have been good, right? Uh, but the movies itself lately have been struggling. So this next movie, kind of like whenever we talk about games and stuff with um, 
I'm going to compare it to with like Xbox and Starfield. Like it has to hit <laughs> for the movie franchise, at least. Yeah. The uh, movie- if not, I mean, I'm fine with just going with these TV shows. Yeah. Um, I think the TV shows, you got more time to tell your story. So again, and like I said, just by the way this ended, it kind of gives that feel that there's going to be a second season or this story is going to pick up somewhere else. Like it it doesn't feel like a a complete ending, but we'll get into all of that. Like um, when we kind of just break down the things in the episode. Mm -hmm. So one of the cool things that I loved, um, and Dave Filoni did this on purpose as he basically named this title of this was the Jedi, the witch and the warlord, yeah, I re- which I, is a, you know, I love that. Chronicles of Narnia <laughs> uh, reference because Dave Filoni has worked with uh, the, um, he paid homage to, to a uh, couple of his stories. So he, it's really cool that he kind of just said, Oh, like, you know what I mean? This is um, one of those, those, uh, those references. I also yeah. loved, in the beginning, Thrawn referencing the battle basically with the Jedi's when he's like, he's like, well, like send that star starfire at them. And I love that wide angle that they're using when he's telling his battle plans. Bro, I like, was gonna say the same thing. Mm-hmm. This episode in general, there was a lot of beautiful shots. Uh, that shot above the ship when they're guiding the, uh, I still don't know the name of that new alien race, but mm-hmm. like that shot um uh them flying around through the planet like it was a lot of open sh- it was a lot of movie shots yeah uh mostly i didn't feel like it was a tv show i felt like i was in a movie so yeah. but yeah um thrawn explaining and we also i wanted to say first time we're seeing a i don't want to say nervous thrawn but i was getting more of a um when kylo ren is just like fire everything you got yeah. like but more controlled because he was yeah. just like I no. need to stop. This problem needs to end right now. Yes, because <laughs> we have it, to take care of this. The thing is for, and this is what made that sequence really good. And um, for, and again, this is something that I feel pays off more for the people who watch Rebels. Um, yeah. Even, so obviously when he's having that conversation with Morgan and is like, oh, you can't underestimate one Jedi. Like one Jedi was the reason, like his, like Ezra's whole, um, you know, Ezra doing what he did was the reason why I'm even in this predicament anyway. So there's a, he, he has that taste of defeat from a Jedi and there, because he still feels bad about him underestimating just one Jedi. So he's like, I'm, I can't underestimate anyone, which is why he goes to the rain fire. He's just like, yo, I don't care what you got to do. Blow them up. Like, you know what I mean? Shoot everything we have because like, I can't get them in here. But also it did show his composure too, which it was like, okay, this happened. And he immediately had another plan. Like it wasn't, it wasn't like, oh, and it was a very calm, cool. He was like, okay, well, when they first shot the TIE fighters, the TIE fighters brought them into like, oh, well, they're going to do a grounded assault. Now I'm going to try to blow them up before they get here. And then once they got in, they were like, oh, get the, you know, the Morgan, like get the, the Knights, um, night watch to basically just be like um we're gonna get like we're gonna raise these these uh <laughs> we're gonna stormtroopers stormtroopers yeah. right yeah. so it was really cool and the whole thing before that with morgan where she basically becomes you know she becomes one of a them she becomes yeah. a night sister and then you know she gets to wield the blade of thousand which if for the clone wars fans you'll know 
that that was actually a fight with uh, Mother Tazin when she fights Mace Windu. So, is it Mace Windu or Darth Maul? Mace Windu. She fights Mace Darth Windu. Maul too. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, she fights okay. Mace Windu in Clone Wars. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so, you're right. Okay. Yeah. Darth Darth Maul is the only one I. Remember. Yeah. Um. But yeah, uh, going off of um. Going off of that plan, like you were saying, he definitely having one plan after another. Going like now that I'm thinking about it, he's definitely pushed them into. Uh, instead of like, okay, I took out the air resources and everything like that. He, he definitely pushed them into one lane where it's like, okay, they have to come on foot. They're going to come straight ahead. Like, I know Ahsoka, because of Anakin, she's going to charge forward. Because as soon as she's like, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll go to the front. We'll just go straight to the front door. He knew. So all each step of the way, you're right. He pushed them into one lane and had it all the way. And all he had to do, all he knew he had to do was just delay them so he can get away. Yep. And that's what the cool thing was, because remember, he says that in the last episode where he's like, yeah. we've just um, forced one of the things that they don't have is time. So he yeah. was using the time that whole, you know, throughout the whole thing, because he wanted to make sure, hey, you guys are not going to make it by the time I have to leave. So I thought that was really cool. And again, just showing that strategic um, that strategic element from Thrawn, but also uh, beforehand. um before all that, we did see when the ship did get blown up, we did see that Ezra was building a lightsaber. And of yes. course he did, you know, he built his lightsaber like Kayla. Um, um, he yeah, he builds it like um, Kanan. And then the cool thing is that Huang actually was like, yeah, I helped like, like a thousand people do this thing. And like, yeah, I helped him before, do it too. And then he knew exactly what he was going to, uh, look for and I love the line when he's just like the relationship between a master and apprentice um, is just as like he, he says something along the lines is like um, it's, it's it's difficult it's trouble it's difficult but it's important yeah and stuff like that yeah so yeah. that and then that lightsaber also having the second I like the little touch of like you know I only had two of those yeah um, the first one Kanan took and the second one was just in case he needed it in the future and I think yep. he would want you to have it so I thought that was a, a nice touch to everything. Yep. So it was really cool to see that. And then they also just given up the straight up, you know, the uh, the name drop, which was really cool. Uh, and then it was really, it was just nice to see that, you know. Um, and I said Caleb because that's how he was originally known. Uh, Kanan's name originally was Caleb. Caleb Doom. Oh. Uh, for those who need Oh, yeah, you're right, you're right. Because those, yeah. those are, uh, there's comics and stuff of that, too. Yeah. Um, in that moment, too, I wanted to point out that we find out why we finally find out why Ahsoka stopped training Sabine. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't because of their differences. It was because Ahsoka was um, afraid that Sabine was going to use uh, what she like her training uh, for revenge because yep. of what happened to Mandalore. And I was like, oh, that makes total sense i don't know why i didn't think of that at all yeah but, and that uh, that was actually the next thing i had in my notes basically referencing that the the purge of of mandalore yeah. so basically saying that and and it kind of gives us also that timeline because um in mando season three we know that they did make it back to mandalore to find civilization and all that stuff so like they still know it as what happened but they don't know what happened in uh mando yet so i think that's pretty cool because you know, eventually they It'll will probably in. meet up and like, yeah. you know, see all that stuff and see 
And it's just going to be, they're going to be at such different times now. Like Sabine's going to be like at a completely different time. And then they're going to see Bo-Katan again. It's going to be like, you know what I mean? Like a pretty, pretty crazy thing. So I thought that was really cool that they referenced that. Um, and I and I do like that they did add the fact that now we know why Ahsoka was scared to push, like to to keep pushing her because you know she didn't, and especially having Anakin as her master. So she like you know what I mean. She knows what that path can lead to, so she kind of try to stay away from them. And but I also love that they did that showed that relationship of like now Ahsoka was like yeah, you messed up. Like, you know, she didn't basically blame her. She was just like, I understand, like, because Anakin always stood by me, like, no matter what, and she was going to do the same. So I thought that was really cool. Also, that moment <laughs> where she's like, uh, she's like, yeah, it was a risky gamble. And she's like, so, you know, yeah, he's like, yeah, I know. I was like, yeah, of course she knows. What yeah. do you mean? <laughs> so, you know who you're talking to? Um, I wanted to point out, I wanted to bring up, uh, the sound design in the episode mm-hmm. has been a favorite yeah. uh, because uh, rolling along with the um, basically the samurai fight between uh, Morgan and Ahsoka, that sword and the lightsaber clashing together, the sounds and everything, the one, the fight is probably one of my favorite lightsaber fights. It, it, it was, it became a top tier uh, fight. Uh, I didn't let, I will say whenever it cuts to Sabine with her lightsaber at some point, she looks pretty stiff. <laughs> she looked really stiff. Um, so that whole scene looked weird to me that it was, initial, it was kind of like, yeah. like it wasn't, I, I actually had that in my notes, but like right before they start fighting, like they were all looking like it all looked weird. Like that, that yeah. um, initial she's scene. She's like, Oh, blasters. And the way yeah. she was like, yeah, it, it all looked Ezra. like that whole like, thing <laughs> looked weird until after that is when I started to like the combat. But like yeah. that whole initial section, when they take out the first couple of night troopers, I was like, yeah. this looks really weird. Like, and it, it looked really <laughs> awkward. And I was really, I was really like, what the hell's going on here? Like, I don't know what's happening. Uh, so that one was, that, that was really weird for me. I also liked, uh, the reference that the, the Yoda reference in there, um, when she was like, uh, if you've kept up with your training and she goes, I try. And then, uh, Ahsoka goes, I do like, instead of mm-hmm. saying I try, cause obviously there's no trying. Uh, so there's no try. So I thought that was cool. But like I was saying, I was glad we came up to the part where they start fighting, um, those, you know, those night troopers. But when they do the whole thing, I do love that it, again, goes back to Clone Wars, but it's also in uh, Jedi Fallen Order. So, like, the, the basically, those night troopers that you fight. Yeah. Yeah, they're also in, in Jedi Order. So I thought that was, like, I do love that they, they, they added the games. But I will tell you at the end something that I didn't, I wish they would have added to this. Um that is video game related though. But I thought that was, that whole thing was cool how they did that. And then basically that fight took them upstairs, which I thought the scenes with the, the camera angles um, where they were fighting, like closing the doors and stuff was really cool. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? When they were like, get off me. And then like Ezra just like going ham. It, it, it was pretty sweet. Like once also the horror, like whenever yeah. she shoots the face, you could see it like, like hanging yeah. there and everything. I was like, yes. Uh, I also wanted to say the zombie comms, like whenever you can hear them talking through the yeah. helmet or like groaning through the helmet mm-hmm. was added that scary element to it also. Yep. Um, 
I really hope that in the future we get to go, we see Dathmir in, in live action because it's just supposed to be a scary thing. Like yeah. you go and it's supposed to be like, what is going well, on yeah. here? Like, and I think we dark. will. There's no way we, <laughs> yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't think we don't. I, I don't think there's any way we don't see it, honestly. Yeah. But I, I'm glad they took that extra step of, uh, I wouldn't expect them to show like the hanging flesh and all that yeah. stuff. from. And it, I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, the, the fact that she was shooting the helmet in that moment too. Yeah. Was, uh, was really cool to see. Yep. And then <laughs> we do see that moment where she finally gets, um, of course, this is after the whole, scene with um that whole scene where they basically are trying to get they're they're chasing him down um they're chasing thrawn down and then you know ezra uh has uh she gets that that big force push after she was able to do the whole uh zombie scene where she we got a little empire strikes back reference the way that she um he grabs she grabs the thing a little luke skywalker for you which was really (laughs) i wish I wish in my head that scene, right? Because everybody's expecting it, right? In that scene, what I wish would have happened is like the the lightsaber ends in her hand, and she thinks she did it, and it cuts to Ezra with his hand up, oh, like no. pushing it to. Yeah, yeah, I think I think like, hey, you're still learning. Like I saw it, like we see it twitch a little bit, but he like carries it the rest of the way. Yeah. Because what happens next is what like kind of turned me off a little bit. The the jump, which was I was okay. like, okay. It's because you you survive, right? You got the force, you survive. The fact that she's like, I can do this, and was able to lift him, yeah, through to get up there. I was like, okay, this is well. This but the is thing is, no, it, it is. But again, it but it was the perfect combination though of things to unlock it. Even though she wasn't in a stress environment, you also have to put it like she's going. So now that she's felt the way that it's supposed to flow through her, yeah, she can do it. But also. The fact that you also have to put in the fact that she did all this work for as to find Ezra. The last thing she's going to want is for him to die, like trying to make that jump. So like, I can understand why she would be more like even more focused in that scenario, because like a lot of things has happened to get here and we need to get you on there. So um, I thought that was like, for me, I didn't have a big deal with it uh, because she was, you know, she was in a, a a intense situation in order to perform that kind of thing. So for me, it didn't bother me that much. Um, I did love how they talked about, um, uh, I, they brought up that they, how Thrawn brings up basically the past relationship of knowing like who Anakin was. And when we get towards that, like towards the end there, where he's basically like, you know, just like, yeah, like I knew every step that you were going to take because I knew your master and like, you know what I mean? And I love the fact that we had, um, because remember I was talking about the, 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 the book called Deadly Alliance, where they like literally like they, they did a mission together. So like Thrones again, this kind of gives that, um, this gives that notion that that happened, but it also gives a notion that I was talking about that Thrawn also knew Anakin becomes also, yeah, Darth Vader right, yeah. because he was just like, wait a second. Like, I know what you're going to do. And I also know like what happens if you, you know, can't control yourself and stuff like that. So I thought the fact that he, he uses that against her and basically was like, I outmaneuvered you. I outdone this thing. And like today victory is mine. <laughs> like, yeah, and you lose, like, like, you know what I mean? So it gave that very, um, that infinity 
war vibe basically it's like no i got you like we got one up on you and um even though i felt like i said this episode wasn't um it it i don't think a lot of people will be happy with the way that the episode went just because it didn't have that same feeling that episode five did but what i will say about this episode is that it gave all of those characters more depth right like you thrawn winning in a strategic tactical way by using his information that he knows um, is the way that this villain works, right? It, it works for this particular thing because he's not going to, even though Thrawn is really good at hand-to-hand combat, um, it's not it's not what he's known for. So him sh- getting this, uh, this one up, even though he didn't know, he doesn't know that Ezra has also made it back home um, is, is an interesting one. So that, to me, that, that was really cool. Um, and also just Ezra, um, speaking about Ezra when he meets Hera and is disguised as a, a, uh, star, like, uh, as a stormtrooper, Stormtrooper. which is something that happens in rebels is really cool. But, um, chopper knowing immediately was really cool. Um, the fact that he's just like, you know, chopper knew he was like, wait a second. Like, I think I know what's going on here. And then, um, you know, Ezra saying I made it home to Hera and like, was really cool like that 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 was a, a nice moment um of course it's gonna be it's a bittersweet one because because he's back that also means thrawn made it back like thrawn did make it back also i love that they added that um the the jumper to his ship like it's yeah. on the like the whole thing like it's on yeah. the the whole the on chimera it's on the whole thing like so it's just a part of the ship so you can do that whenever he wants as long as he has the power for it i thought when they showed that shot that that was like really cool to see it to, to see that added to his ship and the another favorite shot was the planet lining up with yeah. the like as it came up um i wanted to go back to before uh ezra jumps on the ship and everything or after ezra jumps up on the ship mm-hmm. um I did like the continuous fighting between Ahsoka and Morgan as yeah. they get up to the top and they're fired like she's getting shot at. Um, when they get into the circle and all the stormtroopers just surround yeah. and just watch the fight happen and it's just like a like a huge um, huge thing. That fight, Morgan's death basically was clean. She so clean. The, the lightsaber breaking and then she ends up taking the sword and cutting her with the lightsaber and the sword and yeah. so you see you see the lightsaber mark and the green mark. I was like, ah, oh, this is so cool. Yeah. And I really... it was really cool. And of course it's cool because like, since Ahsoka doesn't have her second lightsaber, it kind yeah. of like, it kind of warrants, Oh, I've got both my weapons kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was really cool. I wonder what she did with it is my question. What she does with the, I think it, dis- I think I it, it disappears too. Yeah. I think I, yeah, but it, it was, um, it was cool for her to do that. And just Ahsoka just showing off, you know, she's been in so many fights. Like, it's also like Morgan, you haven't the thing that the thing that I did find weird is like, I know, okay, we like you become, you know, a knight sister, all this stuff. I don't think you just become a sword wielder though. Like, you know what I mean? Like for people to just be out here just picking up their weapon for the first time. We haven't seen her with a weapon the whole time. But yeah. you know what? When you are panicked, I'll give you that because they did allude that that kind of stuff could happen because we did see it with Shin and um, uh, what's her I don't name? Know. She was she was with putting Sabine. in work. Yeah, she was putting in work. She might have. <laughs> I think she knew. She knew. She knew. She she had to know. 
But I'm just saying we didn't see it or they, we didn't get any evidence that that was the case. So yeah. um, I do like when they kind of show things that, hey, this person knows how to use it. It's not some miracle that they just picked it up. But that, but the fight was still great and the death was great. Um, and then, yeah, we see the the... We see all those uh, that information and all those um, things that happened with you know Thrawn and all that. I did love the fact that after the fact, Thrawn makes his escape. Ezra's back on uh, you know in the galaxy they want to be back in it. Ahsoka and I love that Ahsoka and Sabine didn't really be like it wasn't like a at odds kind of thing. It was just kind of like all right, well, it, I love that scene where she's basically like we're we're Ezra's back home, like, because of you, um, and we're exactly where we're supposed to be also. Like, you know what I mean? So uh, maybe the the whole time, obviously, it, it was it was set up for, you know, to make sure Ezra and Thrawn are always together so that Ezra could always beat Thrawn. Um, also, I love that they, that Thrawn is saying that this is for the Empire because it goes back yeah. to basically the hair of the Empire story where it's like, it, he, he wants the empire back, like, because that's what he knows. And it's just really cool to see that, like, he's like, oh, I'm bringing this back. Like, you know what I mean? Um, and it's going to be interesting because now that he's, he, they are in the same galaxy as us, I need to know what basically happened before, you know, <laughs> the new order or like, you know, becomes a thing. Like, where, what, like, what kind of interactions? Because I think we can do some really good things and like have some really good connections before we get to the, the sequel movie. So I think, um, I think that'd be really cool, but we'll see. Um, and then once we see them on Earth, uh, back on the when they're trapped on uh, Perdia, we see another Clone Wars reference where Sabine sees uh, Mora for the the first time, the spiritual bird. The uh, so she see she also saw that in Clone Wars in uh, I think it was like season three, but it was also like you were talking about earlier with the um, the Mortis gods. So like that kind of Thing, like, like they connect with each other if you guys watch Clone Wars um, you know again go watch all that stuff it, it's totally worth it especially with the, the amount of references that <laughs> these shows this show had for, for this like it's literally like they're 100% saying we're tying this all in um, all of this stuff matters so like go I think everyone should go watch um, go watch it in my opinion yeah and then we saw Balin uh, we kind of get to that end montage where everyone's kind of like we're seeing where everyone's at kind of thing. We see Balin. He finds the statues of the Mortis gods. So he's trying well, to one see. specifically is the that episode. Uh, I think it's Clone Wars. Yeah, yeah it's, it's for Clone sure. Wars. Clone Wars. No, they show up in Rebels, too, um, where it's the father. Yeah. Father and son. It's the father, daughter and then the son. Yeah. And uh, I if you can't, I would highly recommend seeing that that episode because it's all about um the dark side and uh and everything like that the balance of the force and everything and how the dad is the balance between the daughter and the son and it's really cool it, it was a really cool story yeah that it, i think a lot of people uh stuck with so when they saw that statue i, I assume a lot of people when they see the statue they're gonna be like oh my god it's, it's yeah it's guy. that statue but also <laughs> they you know if you notice the daughter's statue is not there yeah. Like it's just the father and the son statue. Son. So, yeah. um, you know, there's been some early rumors about that. It's basically saying, you know, this is kind of like Ahsoka's role to be the daughter in this scenario because she's still there. And because he found it there 
we'll see if that um, plays any factors. But I did think that was cool. And then we did see Shin kind of light her lightsaber up to the to the the remaining troopers that were there or that um well not troopers i'm sorry that tribe the raiders yeah the raiders that were there so maybe she's going to start her own little thing so again which is kind of funny because some of them had that look like who is this yeah (laughs) like but i think they saw the they saw the lightsaber and was just like okay but um (laughs) and and this ending basically is why what i talked about earlier gives me every notion that we're going to get a season two just because like when you end like things where you're just kind of telling everyone where they've ended you're kind of giving off the vibe that hey we're gonna get a season two of this show you know what i mean so uh i felt that uh that that see those scenes where we're just kind of jumping to everyone gives us um all the notion that we're gonna get a season two yeah so for sure yeah and then we see some um you know some ahsoka i mean some more um homage pain like uh homage is played where we see the whole um where we see the rate uh the the lost galaxy essentially and you see all the the stuff like uh yeah. the the things basically showing that um uh basically giving us that raiders of the lost arc because we know that dave filoni is a huge um george lucas fan he loves george lucas and he just wants to show off a little bit of his uh his work in some of his movies and shows so i thought that was cool and yeah it was uh and then pretty much we do end with we did have uh sabine noticing something that she was didn't say to ahsoka immediately when she's like oh like it was nothing like she was like is that and then she was like oh no it's nothing kind of thing and then she kind of walks off and um then at the end we do see ahsoka starting to look into the distance and then we finally see that uh Anakin has his Force Ghost, which is kind of an uh, it is an homage to I guess the remastered uh, versions that put him in episode at the end of episode six, which is Hayden Christensen, which a lot of people hated, but now a lot of people love it because yeah, yeah, yeah. in this, this episode was like more. <laughs> it was more like okay, like this works, yeah, this is good. and it was a, like a lot cooler and like he, yeah. it was just like. And I love that 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 Dave Filoni did that because it it is very much like, oh yeah, like he deserves again this redemption. And I feel like this series, um, and not that the other ones, I think this series, the the ones that he was in, because if you think about it, he was in um Obi-Wan, he's and then now Ahsoka, and then you know, like the stuff in Clone Wars. So like it kind of gives him that redemption. Like he had like a mini Three, he was in three of the, the TV shows, and this was probably his last like thing of being in this show. So he gets his Force Ghost at the end. I thought that was like a cool, um, a cool thing to 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 see. Yeah. Oh, I also wanted to say uh, I don't know why it stuck out with me, but like I thought it was cool that Thrawn called um, uh, whenever he's talking to Ahsoka before he leaves, and he always like uh, you know you're a great Ronin. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I kind of like the time like. Uh, continuing on with the whole series of like you know night the uh being a knight and then also uh having the samurai stances and calling back to those fighting styles uh has been uh really cool to to bring into the space even though we already knew 
that's what it was already based on. But this one, I, this show definitely harped on it more. Yeah, and and the Anakin showing up on you know thing could also play into like we were talking about with the statues. Um, basically, you know, he was the chosen one who was able to keep the 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 um the daughter and the son, basically Leia and Luke. So like him showing up during that and all that being found and stuff like that is going to be really cool because like he was the father in that situation. So like yeah. it's it's really cool like how we're kind of going into this whole like basically that like religion of Star Wars, but basically how that spiritual aspect of Star Wars is is really playing like Dave Filoni does a really good job at in integrating it with all of the with everything. So I thought that was really cool. And the way that the the episode ended was basically like, okay, like, but again, it it definitely gives that season two, like we're going to get a season two vibe. Um, I just don't know when, which is the thing that sucks. And then uh, my one thing that I hope I wanted more than anything, I feel like this would have been one of the best times to bring back, to bring Starkiller into these, into this series. And I can't think of a better show or better reason to do it because that's technically if we if we do make it canon he would have been darth vader's apprentice and i don't think there's no better way of showing that i guess subtle fight like you know between darth vader and anakin by showing anakin's apprentice and darth vader's apprentice like it's right there. And I, I it it I find it hard to believe that Dave Filoni hasn't thought of it. So I'm I don't know if season two because again, it doesn't matter about the timeline. We could still make it happen because if we need to push that force unleash happened at a, like between now and Mando, which essentially Mando happens after like is is happening you know, along that all that stuff. So like I'm wondering if we can if 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 we can make that time work and I think it would be such a good way to bring him back into the Star Wars lore and make it canon and be like apprentice versus apprentice like I think that'd yeah. be so dope and that would have been cool. That's who I wanted the inquisitor to be. I was like, yo, if yeah. it's Star Killer, so, that'd be yeah. fire. Like so hopefully if you're listening Disney um and I see it, just know that I know that was my idea, okay? <laughs> And you guys took it without, you know. I'll take my million. <laughs> I'll take my million, please and thank you. But I thought that would be a really cool thing. But overall, um, like I said, I I love the series. I think episode five was by far and like probably one of the best Star Wars uh just period that we've seen. Um I don't think, you know, that uh, it's definitely top five. Like that episode five was everything. I wanted <laughs> so like you know what I mean every episode after that it's not that they weren't good it's just was it's really hard to top such a good episode and the crazy thing is Andor did the same thing Andor had a really good episode five too but they had a really good like they closed out really well but episode five was really strong in that series too so that whole um, show Andor I still cannot believe exists like it's like Andor is so good I, it's, it's, the, it's, it's like Rogue One it's like a lot of yeah. people like you don't you watch Andor and you're like, damn, I can't believe that show was as good as it was. And yeah, it's that the whole same prison th- area is just yeah. like you want to you want to talk about like I was upset. Like every episode that we had to start that yeah. we were in there, I was like, oh, this yep. is 
heartbreaking. <laughs> yeah, and it and everything. It's the same thing with Rogue One, where Rogue One's just that yeah. movie that comes out of no, like it came out of nowhere. Like Rogue One's my second favorite Star Wars movie, like period. Like right after Empire Strikes Back, it's Rogue One because Rogue One yeah. does such a good job at at a lot of the things about Star Wars without having lightsabers. Like besides the moment. <laughs> where you needed a lightsaber and you got one of the coolest moments ever with Darth Vader. So um, you can't, you know, it, it, it was basically like, we're going to give you all this new stuff, but don't forget that this is Star Wars and here is your old, you know, thing. And it's, it works to perfection to me. So um, yeah, so check out Andor and we also did a review on Andor. So if you guys want to go back and listen to that, you guys can go ahead and do that. And then the other thing I guess I wish we would have gotten was that, you know, the, the reunion, but I can tell we're obviously going to get a Zeb Hera and um, Ezra reunion. Like, there's just no way we don't I just assume that this this go around. They spent a lot of money on the fights. Chimera yeah. looked great. Like, I think Zeb is kind of expensive to like. Yeah, and I think we'll, but like, it makes sense where where the story is going, right? Like, because yeah. even when we were watching this, like, we knew Zeb just couldn't just end up on the planet. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and he didn't know who was coming back. So I'm okay with them saying his name and like being like, oh, well, this is what he's doing. But now it also makes sense that why they're going to now go out and look for him. Ezra now knows where he's at because, mm -hmm. you know, he found out. So I'm I'm pretty sure, you know, Hera's going to be like, well, we got to go get Zeb or, or something like that, you know, to go get so we can find um, them. But of course, they're going to have to deal with Thrawn too. So Again, we know that this is not the end of this story just because all these characters are still in very much open areas. And that might turn some people off. And I get it because you're like, well, this was advertised as a mini series and you kind of want an ending. But like, I'm OK with this as long as we get the continuation and it be like a direct continuation, not some like, you know, <laughs> there's like a bunch of stuff down the road or and I really don't want it to be like the um like Boba Fett, where, you know, you're putting in book of, like episodes, of, episodes yeah. of Mando in it's there, separate. which I still, to this day, don't think that was planned. I just, then again, if you guys want to listen to what, what, how I feel about Book of Boba, we do have the review of that. But I really <laughs> do feel like they were just like, yo, this ain't doing good. We got to put these first three episodes of Mando in this so that people can start watching it. Because I'm nah, telling man, we'll you, more season three, season three of Mando would have been perfect with those two episodes added to the front yeah. of it. Yeah. So I, I, you know what I mean? It would have been perfect because we would have got a perfect story there for Mando. So I think they didn't want to do book of Boba. Then um, uh, what's our boy's name? John Favreau was like, well, we'll add these to this. So you guys can want, like, you know, we'll add the first two episodes of season three because that whole thing was about them. Like, which is wild. Like, all of it. So uh, before we sign off of this, Chris, favorite moment in the episode and, and the series while we're at it, since we're, this is the last oh, one of the man. of the season, we're saying, because, again, I think season two yeah. comes out. Favorite moment of the episode is that, like I said, the sword fight between Morgan and um, Ahsoka. Uh, that whole fight sequence was just clean, in my opinion. Uh, favorite moment of the series is uh, episode five is the is the. Yeah, yeah, the best. Yeah, episode five episode is five. by far the best. Like I said, um, my favorite moment, obviously for me personally and completely biased, was seeing Thrawn 
live action for the first time. So, you know, duh, that was going to be my answer. <laughs> Anytime I see Thrawn, it's a good, it's a good, what you call it. So I think. What do you um, give the series? Huh? What do you give the series as a whole? Like out of, uh, I don't know, what, what scale you want to do? One through five or one through ten? I mean, just because how good episode five, episode five itself would be five stars. Just, you know what I mean? Like just five stars. So like, I guess you have to like, I, I have to put episode, I have to give it like five stars and probably like, cause I think it could have finished a little bit stronger. Um, mm-hmm. because again, it does feel like we're going to get more, which is great, but it, it still affects your season, right? Like a, as far as the thing goes. So I, I, I want to say four and a half just cause like, I think it could have ended stronger. I think it could have yeah. ended with a little bit more. Um, it could add a little bit more flair to it. Also, again, I knew it was going to be hard just because episode five was so good. Um, and it's hard to kind of cap your, like one of those moments again. So I think, um, and, and especially now knowing that I think a season two is going to come out, that's why it ended this way. I'd give it a four and a half for the season. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. So yeah, for me, obviously Thrawn being was, was my, was my favorite. And just, I mean, again, the whole series, see, being such a big fan of rebels, definitely this, this show was for us also. It was yeah. for the people who watched Rebels and Clone Wars because there was just so many references that people wouldn't know if you didn't watch it. So um, I thoroughly did enjoy that. But that is going to wrap it up for us for Ahsoka Season 1. Um, we're hoping there's a Season 2, but we'll call this the Season 1 finale. Uh, again, I, I, it was everything. It was a lot of the things I wanted, so I, I, I can't fault that. We're also... Get, we're going to have another um, video for you guys because Loki starts tomorrow, right? Yep, Loki starts tomorrow. So well, we'll as be, this comes out, because this comes out on the day of Loki. Yeah, so this will come out yeah. on the day of Loki, and then we'll have Loki's at some point. Uh, once Happy we figure Loki out the day. Time. Yeah, <laughs> but we'll figure out once that it, when that is, and um, we'll be bringing that out for you guys. So we're going back to the Marvel Universe. It's been a while anyway, so... Uh, from Star Wars to Marvel, this is what Disney should have been doing, and this is honestly what the schedule should be. You should, we should not be going any time without Marvel or Star Wars. Like, really, re- re- seriously, we seriously should not. And we can be making great stories out of this. We should get a Marvel show, Star Wars show, Marvel show, Star Wars show, movie, Star Wars movie. Like, you know, what are we doing? Do you guys need me in we- the room? You can hire me. Hey, we all we also kind of get to Marvel. Well, I'm not gonna count it as a second one, but uh, for people that don't know, uh, Werewolf by Night is oh. uh, re- is getting re released in color. Yes, which I'm not excited about. I'm just excited. But you know, that some people it, it'll bring more people in. You know, I'm people, just excited that Werewolf by Night is coming back. And if you want to listen to my review on that, I did do one. That yeah. was one of my favorite things from that phase of Marvel. It is so good. Like, and watch the black and white one. I mean, I'm going to watch the color one and I'll probably do a review because I'll do the comparison thing. But it, listen, that, that Werewolf by Night was just fantastic. The fighting choreo is some of the best in Marvel. The fighting choreo on that show is amazing. So definitely go check that out because it's worth it. All right. All right, so 
Thank you guys as always. Like, share, comment, do all that stuff. Let us know what you guys thought of um, uh, this episode and Ahsoka as a series. We'd love to see your guys' comments on the YouTube if you guys don't mind. You can catch us on Spotify and all those other good places you can get our podcast. So check us out, turn on those notifications, hit the follow button so you guys can keep up with us. So until next time, Fire Team out. Hail the Empire. Okay. Okay.